Hi there, thanks for tuning in to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. If you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to jhicksconsulting.com to check out college recruiting resources, consulting services, and Jill's exciting new membership site, Recruiting 101. We hope you enjoy this next podcast here on College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. everyone. I'm so glad you're here. Today I'm going to do this podcast without any notes. It's just going to come from like just from me and what I'm thinking. All right. And what I'm thinking about is 2024s. And 2024s, um, I want to title this, this podcast as You've Got This. So I feel like with 2024s, at least the ones that I've been meeting with recently, it's really, really tough. And it's tough because they're hearing about all the 2025s who are going on official visits, or a lot of their friends have already committed, or, um, you know, they're still trying to return as a 2024 from an injury, or um, things just didn't go as planned last season for whatever reason. Maybe it was your first year level 10 and um, it just wasn't as good as it's going to be next year. But you feel that pressure to um, to know where you're going pretty soon, to start applying to colleges, but you're not getting a lot of interest. And I just want to say, don't give up. And I want to say, um, you've got this. And the reason I'm saying that is not just to, you know, put that out there because that's what you should do. It's really honestly true. Last year with a lot of 2023s, what I saw was so many things evolved and changed at different colleges and so many, you know, roster spots opened up or situations, you know, evolved with teams And recruiting was going on all the way through the spring. So if you're worried about not knowing where you're going and it's time to start applying in the next, you know, month or two, don't, you know, I would say definitely apply to some schools without gymnastics because that's just smart. It's a great backup plan. Not that you're not going to do it in college, but it's just wise. So you should apply to a couple schools without gymnastics And then the rest of your schools apply to either ones you're having some conversations with or some that you know um, when you get your upgrades that they are going to be a reality for you and that they're still going to be recruiting. Look Look at the list. If you don't know what that is, give us a call. We can work with you and help explain that to you. But there are always schools that don't even really start recruiting or, or really get into their 24s, um, even for a few more months. And those would be some schools to consider. Um, I would also say that, um, you know, it doesn't hurt to even have a couple reach schools on your list as well that you apply to, but of course it gets expensive to apply to a whole bunch of colleges. So you want to sit down with your family and decide what your budget is and what's really realistic. But Maybe one or two, like I said, without gymnastics, one or two that are very realistic for your skill level, and then maybe a reach school. But just know some schools will recruit you in the spring and admissions looks like it's all closed. Um, You can still 
get into the university through basically athletics, um, doing um, what they do with some athletes that they recruit on the later side when recruiting or applications are, you know, already supposed to be turned in. So not all schools can do that, but some schools can because they know recruiting goes on after, you know, applications are due. So try not to panic or worry or stress too much because that's never going to help you in the gym. What else can we be doing and saying to our 2024s? Well, I've been saying, remember, you are playing catch up. Oftentimes you're trying to catch up to the girls that had a season last year at their full strength. Maybe it was their second or, year, or third year of level 10 and they had the 10 start values and maybe you won't have them until after you compete in a few meets. Um, and that's okay too. So really work hard on showing the college coaches as much as you can, uh, that you're adding into your routines. I know you can't do full routines right now, but do anything that you can do creatively to show them what is going to appear to be in your routines come, you know, October, November, when you start putting them together, are there some routines that you could actually do a full routine without a dismount, like on beam, or can you do, um, all your, like a skill routine on beam? Can you do, um, your three tumbling passes on the floor with soft landings in a row, get creative, you know, when college coaches can see, yeah, she's going to have this, even when it's not in a full routine yet, because they know you might not be doing routines yet. You shouldn't be doing full routines yet. If you're going to compete all next season, get creative with what you can do, what you can show them so that they see, yeah, she's going to have this or that. Um, and then of course, work on your mental game. I mean, I think when you add in, anytime you add in upgrades, it always challenges your ability to compete under pressure. So, um, you want to be sure that as you add in those skills that you're going to be doing them with confidence and hopefully you had a level 10 season last year, somewhat of any kind so that it's not going to be your first mental, um, hurdle at level 10, but you know, use what you learned last year, good and bad and apply it to, as you start to put routines together this year and show the coaches, I've got this and I'm mentally stronger than I was a year ago. And I'm adding these upgrades into my routines and then talk about it. So you want to talk about it on social media. You want to talk about it in your emails. You don't want your emails to be long, you know, make them as uh, clear and crisp and precise as you can. Um, College coaches don't have a ton of time. So you always want to add in a couple of videos that you know are from your best events. And lastly, market your best events. Overload your um, videos of your best events on social media. And I forgot one more thing is if you can go to fall clinics, 2024s, it's a huge way to get recruited. So they're going to be able to see exactly maybe what you've been working on all summer or what you're going to be adding in and they can work with you and you get on their college campus. And a lot of times that's what seals the deal. So watch for the fall clinics, um, go to the ones that are 
either talking to you or semi emailing you back. Um, and know that that is a really great way for 2024s to get recruited. So I hope this was encouraging um, to all of you out there. Do not give up. Keep working hard. Um, love what you're doing because that's what shows the most. And um, know that when you get out there and compete next season, uh, things are going to be different than last year and be as positive as you can, no matter what you've been going through and see what's available and see who starts to respond more. And you'd be amazed that a lot of times after you start putting those routines together, college coaches will start to get way more interested. All right. So go, go, go 2024s. Thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. And until next time, we are in your corner. Stay tuned for more great content for the parent and athlete here on College Recruiting with Jill Hicks.